This episode of The Smoke Pit brought to you by The Nutruck from Arbor Arms. Tactical fanny pack for your nuts and your butts. Visit them at arborarms.com as well as Combat Comb Over. Pomade, hair products, beard oils for your hair and your face. Use our discount code SMOKEPIT to save yourself some money at combatcombover.com. Welcome to the Smoke Pit. What up, Dow? Hey, everyone. So we are back for another episode. Fantastic fun and excitement. My name is Dan Sharp. I'm your host, my co-host, Alexander Pfeffer. Ra. And our co-host, Mike fucking Sensi, is being a good boy for once. For once. <laughs> and uh, observing the laws and regulations of the Uniform Code of Military Justice. And he is stuck near base so we are going to have him uh, call in so that way the three of us assholes can uh, spend some time together I like the fact that this is the one time the Navy tells him to sit in his apartment and eat wings and do nothing and it's the one time he doesn't want to sit in his apartment and eat wings and do nothing <laughs> no because it's about you know you don't you ever want to do what you're told you know like especially you know when you're in the military I did what I was told in the military they just like to give me conflicting orders <laughs> You know, I think that one of my least favorite things is like waiting until like the end of the day to do some shit that you could have done all day. Bruh, when I was in a unit out in 29 Palms, my staff sergeant and my staff sergeant only was the one that all day, all three squad leaders be like, staff sergeant, what you need? Staff sergeant, what you need? And he'd wait till probably like 1630 and we're watching all the other platoons leave and be like, Staffs aren't what the fuck? Can we can we get out of here? Like everybody else is leaving. No, I need all this work done. Bitch, what the fuck of what? And then all we I'd go talk to the other squad leaders from the other platoons and they'd be like, Yeah, they gave us that shit at like ten AM this morning. Like we've been working on it all day. It's done. Fucking terrible. Yeah, because he was a using drunk. That's what he got NJP or court martialed for. Oh man. So I, I got to the point where uh, eventually I just started going up to the company office and like pestering people, you know? And uh, I and I got good friends with the clerks as well because you know all, although they may be the pogues of the company you know the the infantrymen who are the turds nobody wanted. <laughs> well, it's it's not that you know like our our second deployment they um they took one of the smarter guys from third platoon and made him a clerk because they're like you actually have the uh, reading and writing skills of a human being so we was, need you he was too smart for third platoon <laughs> yeah so um you know you, you get good uh, good friends with some of the clerks and you know some of the uh the, the headquarters personnel particularly the doc and you're like hey man like what's going on I'm like oh well you know uh first platoon started on this uh edl roster or this recall roster and i'm like all right bet and then you know old fucking staff sergeant comes out at like fourteen hundred, and he's like, "Oh, we need to get this roster done." I'm like, "Already fucking done." And he's like, "Oh, good, Sergeant Sharp. You want to take initiative, duty." Well, that's what you get for doing something that you were supposed to do without having been told to do it first. <laughs> yeah. So if you have any examples of the fuckery that is our bloated runaway budget of the U.S. <laughs> military, please send them into us. Um, info at popsmokemedia.com. We, uh, we also have uh, a story that we want to read this week that came in from a listener. All right, so this story is from a listener who likes to go by the name of Toast. Um, I guess a little anonymity is in, uh, important in these matters. Uh, so he uh, and his boys just got back from a deployment in 2018. They're sta- stationed up in Alaska. I guess there's uh, some Army units out there. Oof. 
And uh, so they go out to Anchorage and, um, you know, they <laughs> they go out to, you know, do typical grunt stuff like uh, volunteer at homeless shelters, pass out Bibles at the airport, read to children, you know, like, the, you know, the basic things that our, our nation's hero do on their free time. Um, so they get the call to go to a, um, a, f- a friend of a friend's house for a house party. Unbeknownst to them, apparently somehow one of them knew a member of the um, the Anchorage College uh, volleyball team. And so the whole team, uh, female volleyball team, had just gotten there uh, maybe about 30 minutes prior to uh, a bunch of these uh, Army infantry guys showing up. And they had just gotten back from deployment like two days ago, hadn't even been off post yet. And he's like, I trust that you could put two and two together. What happens next? Uh, they all went out for beers and behaved like consummate professionals. Absolutely not. Of so, course they didn't. <laughs> so he gets to doing the Lord's work immediately whilst consuming all the alcohols of the world, bodies dropping left and right. And then he says that he falls victim to one of Dan's people. I zero in on a piece of dark sugar. <laughs> <laughs> one of Dan's people. Uh, a little feisty Latina. And he says, me being the woman respecter that I am, I take her a mixed drink. She asks me if I'm a pussy and grabs a handle of vodka. That's a woman who's going to ruin your life. Oh, and she's Hispanic too? Like, especially she's Puerto Rican. She went for vodka and not the rum or the tequila. Like, (laughs) she's looking to murder. Well, to be fair. To be fair. (laughs) They they are closer to Russia than they are uh, the Caribbean. You know, so you could practically see the Russian liquor store from your front porch in Alaska. It's this army on a base, right? Yeah. They definitely have a fully stocked liquor cabinet. Yeah, but they're at a house party. I said what I said. <laughs> so, um, he's like, if I had died right then and there, I would have been a smiling corpse. Not too much longer. We're upstairs in the bedroom performing Cordis. Feels good, man. JPEG. Mid thrust. There's a deafening banging on the door that's impossible to ignore. Uh, angrily, I throw a pillow over my dick and look outside to meet, see my assistant gunner leaning against the wall, blacked out, holding two natty lights. His eyes brighten up like he hasn't seen me in years. Um, I didn't know if you you were thirsty, man. I, I can only imagine him like stuttering like, you know, uh, Morty while he's saying that. Um, Some of that didn't even sound like English. Yeah. And he's like, I don't know if you were thirsty, man. So I brought you a beer. And uh, Toast is like, what the fuck, man? Uh, first time I'm getting my dick wet in 10 months, and you're fucking with it? And so he looks like a kick, uh, kicked puppy and uh, <laughs> saunters off. And he's like, right as I um, you know, turn back around uh, and I'm walking to the vet, out of nowhere, she projectile vomits straight up like a malfunctioning fountain. Integrity. There was puke on the fucking ceiling. It rains back down on her, and she covers her own chest and face and her bed with all that nasty red shit. I'm frozen in horror watching this fucking movie moment unfold. The fountain slows to a trickle, and she slowly subsides. I come to terms with my fate, then calmly place her in, as AJ would say, the left lateral recumbent position. Did he write that, or are you adding that? No, I'm adding that. Nice. Why the fuck (laughs) did he not yeet himself out the window? Because that is always the step in a horror movie (laughs) right before the guy's like, oh, my God, and then gets his fucking spine snapped in half. Yeah, apparently they had been drinking uh, vodka punch before that, and that's what the red stuff was. Um, When it comes to evil, it never matters what you were (laughs) drinking. It's always reddish, pinkish chunks. Yeah. And uh, so... He uh, towers up what he cans, um, 
briefly thinks about asking if she wants to keep going, but she's clearly out of it. So he goes downstairs, uh, grabs one of her friends uh, to help her. Like, hey, your friend's really fucked up. Like, I think she needs to be taken care of. Head spinning, thinking about what fucking disaster he just avoided being covered in. Um, went down, found his assistant gunner, and hugged that motherfucker like he was his own son. Not even mad about not busting at this point. <laughs> Nor should he be. So I, well, you know what? Yeah. I don't know. Should he still be mad? Because the assistant gunner didn't know that it was going to be a scene from The Exorcist upstairs. Yeah. He, he just was like, woo-woo, I'm going to do what the hell I want and be a cock block. Yeah, and so like... Um, just because fortune favored him that yeah, day. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I guess it's better to be lucky than than good. <laughs> and see, like, what if he had, like, busted right at the moment that she had thrown up? Like, I know that's your favorite thing in the world. So, like, most people haven't experienced that kind of sensation. That's absolutely... I've only experienced a woman vomiting that powerfully one time, and it was at a Denny's in public. And you were fucking in a Denny's in public? No, I was not having sex. We were... You heard it, folks. He had just finished busting, and this woman puked clearly, a grand slam in his face. none of that is even remotely... <sighs> no, uh, like, we were... It was a bunch of employees at this place I worked when I was, a, like, a teenager. Teenage orgy. And, uh, and we were sitting in a public Denny's with our clothes on, not touching each other. <laughs> And it's like three in the morning and the, the the girl goes to the bathroom and comes back like 10 minutes later. She's all like sobbing and her face is tomato colored. And she's like, I need help. And I was like, like medical attention? And she's like, I don't know. I need you to come with me. And I followed her in the bathroom. There was a line of pink chunks from like the ceiling at the 12 o'clock position straight down the front of the wall. All the way down to the toilet and like all over the toilet and the floor next to it. Jesus. And when I say a stream, I mean a thick stream. Like it was hitting the wall with force. Thick with two C's? No, thick with like two Q's. Ah. It was was hitting the wall with such velocity that it was spreading. Like it was like a splatter pattern. Yeah. And then he came. So... (laughs) <laughs> ass toast gross i was like damn dude if you'd not been interrupted do you think she would have puked on you and he was like absolutely bro his words uh he was like i was hitting it missionary so the beating zone would have been all over the back of my head and back first mistake <laughs> well, first mistake was what missionary okay I'm not, I'm not shitting on missionary or anything but you're with a person you don't know who is very drunk who is spicy <laughs> right and you you gotta make sure that you you don't want to be in the violence zone which that's is what i'm saying if she's latina like the probably the best position would be doggy style because it's a lot harder for her to pull a switchblade and stab you in that position exactly like it's harder for her to grab the chainsaw from under her bed yeah and so like missionary she can like you know stab you in the back if she's on top she's got gravity you know and uh especially yeah. if she is thick you know, she's got all that extra weight to come down with. Like if she tries to, if she tries to attack you, you could just like drop your weight on her, and she's pinned. Yeah, exactly. And before uh, I get any angry DMs about the chainsaw comment, Daniel's grandmother used to have a chainsaw under her bed. God rest her. To to fight off the fucking white man. Oh. Not that she was wrong in doing so, but just that that's a fact of a thing that happened. Oh, I'm sorry. What what race was uh, Christopher Columbus? Was he white? Uh, he was Genovese. Yeah. So long story short, uh, my Puerto Rican grandmother had a chainsaw that she kept under her bed in case of home intruders. 
like Christopher Columbus because, you know, back in the day when the Tainos were just chilling. You because know? you're old enough to re- for your grandmother to have been around for Christopher Columbus? No, but she heard the stories. Like she saw him on the beach and was like, not today, motherfucker. <laughs> Pulls out chainsaws. <laughs> that's why that's why old Christopher Columbus left and went back to Portugal because he was like, nope, not dealing with that. <laughs> So if you have any uh, any stories, send them our way. Uh, please give your thoughts and prayers to Toast um, you know, as he uh, met a spicy Latina. Didn't get stabbed, but didn't get to bust. So that's kind of like a, a C-minus situation. Hey, all I'm saying is uh, at least Toast didn't get buttered. <laughs> wow. All right, folks, enjoy the rest of the episode with Mike fucking Sensi. All right, so since we are trying to be... Um in compliance with all the stay-at-home orders and practice that good social distancing, uh, Mike's calling in, so that way the three of us could still have the show. Yeah, so if I sound uh, rougher than usual, it's because uh, Dan made me do this. So. No, we're actually lying to you all. He's just extremely hungover, and this is an excuse for him to sound different. <laughs> when does he ever need an excuse to be, A, extremely hungover, or B, sound different on account of that fact? <laughs> True. All good stuff. <laughs> So, Mike, my first question, what happened to the mutton chops? Well, Daniel Finney is sharp. There comes a time in every man's life when um, you need to change your look. And I did that with the uh, sketchy butcher look that I rocked for a few weeks. But it's time to do the baby face again. So I've lost the mutton chops and the mustache. And uh, I might still go for the mullet, but uh, that remains to be seen. Isn't the mullet the state haircut of Indiana? Well, the skullet is officially the state haircut. <laughs> What's a skullet? It's like a mullet, but you're bald in the front. <laughs> yeah, you like went the, from... Go ahead. Yeah, I was going to say the Trevor from Grand Theft Auto. <laughs> you went from uh, Michael Tiberius Sensi, the whale hunter. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Back to your, uh, your, your custom and usual appearance. Yeah, my humble Tom, uh, Tom Holland look. So. Yeah, your tight-fitting t-shirt, your uh, Indiana ball cap. Smooth I will say, uh, uh, shout out to the guys from Bastards of K Bay for these shirts because uh, they're fucking awesome. So, yeah, you we, can't uh, see them, but they're great. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they they make some good compilation videos that, by God, really make me miss the infantry. Yeah, them and uh, who else? Goons Up's pretty good about that too. Yeah, they um they they put these videos together, and unfortunately, they do contain a lot of man ass. So, everyone that I've ever posted has been reported and taken down. So I just um, enjoy them privately next to a candle. Yeah, he's sad <laughs> that he can't watch as many man-ass videos as he'd like because he keeps getting pulled down. <laughs> what, is, what, what is the maximum amount of man-ass you can handle in one day, Dan? What do you think? If you have to ask, you're not ready to know. <laughs> <laughs> I'm genuinely curious. Yeah, I'm thinking, you know, half the platoon in a shower in boot camp. Mm. You know, just all jiggling and gyrating. Tornado drills? Is that your favorite? <laughs> Pretty much. Now, now, tornado drills, for those um, who are not familiar with the show, means everybody stands around and uh, tornadoes their penis, which mm-hmm. is a helicopter. That is which, not at all what I meant. Well, no, that's exactly what you your, meant. Your boot camp too did some weird shit, buddy. <laughs> yeah, so a helicopter is when you're standing upright. A tornado is when you're kind of squat a little bit and you're trying to make the circular motion underneath you. Mm. Very difficult to achieve. Yeah, yeah. So you're saying Marine Corps uh, boot camp showers weren't like Navy boot camp where we just like had to stand there in front of the RDCs and do the YMCA every day? <laughs> Space talking. <laughs> I remember one of the very first weeks of boot camp, uh, we were doing like a, a health and hygiene inspection. 
And so like the, uh, the battalion surgeon or whatever had to come in and like inspect us and we had to be there like butt naked with our hands out in front of us so they could look at our yeah. fingernails and we had to do like a 180 and then like they looked at our backside and we turned back around. It was, it was really weird having like 70 full grown men. And then so like the next week, I guess they came in to do like another inspection because apparently like cellulitis is a thing. I never sure. even knew what that was or half another dozen ailments before I, I joined the, the Marine Corps. And I just Googled that one because I didn't think it was real. I thought it was one of those <laughs> things they make up, like scurvy. Yeah, and uh, so I, w- I had the very first rack. And so he came up to me, and I was wearing nothing but my PT shorts. And I was like, all right, well, if it's the same as next time. So I pulled my shorts all the way down to my ankle. <laughs> <laughs> and he was like, recruit, that's not necessary. You can pull them back up. And I was like, aye, sir. <laughs> pull them back up. <laughs> He really ruined his day. Yeah, so... Or um, made it better. You never know. <laughs> Maybe. Sure. Good point. Good well, there, point. there wasn't a lot of hesitation. So he was either struggling with his sexuality, and that's why he was so quick to tell me to pull them back up. Mm-hmm. afraid of what he was feeling. Right. Or he's or, just seen so many. Drone structures yeah, don't exactly. feel anything. No, this was the Navy surgeon. He wasn't a... He oh, was, well, then he definitely was struggling with uh, <laughs> life. <laughs> Maybe he was just like, I thought it'd be more impressive. Like, he was disappointed. Oh, yeah, that, that could have been it. He's more of a length guy than a girth guy. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, so um, next question on everybody's mind. If you had to sacrifice one MOS to uh, cure COVID, uh, one rate, one military job occupation, what would it be? Uh, the RP rating for me. Oh, yeah? Yeah, for sure, yeah. You would this commit, job is- uh, seppuku? <laughs> Yeah, no, I would gladly get rid of this. Well, it's funny because this rating was like specifically designed for wartime and it is not wartime anymore. So it's like we are just constantly lost in our own identities as a rating. So I think it can be absorbed into other stuff. Like I would gladly get rid of this rating. Okay. So now the next question that's on everybody's mind is why is AJ such a stinky weasel? <laughs> I was the first part of our documentary. <laughs> I'm from Louisiana. All right, don't judge me. Yeah. yeah. Uh, for those of you who are unfamiliar with that, just look up what a polecat is. And, uh, <laughs> a picture of AJ next to a ferret will pop up. <laughs> They're very, very cunning, and like to get into them crevices. That's right. <laughs> so, what's on your mind, Mike? How, how you doing down there? I'm all right, man. I'm definitely going stir crazy. Um, I know we've joked about it. Like this is kind of like my introvert dream being cooped up in my apartment, but I am definitely ready to get the fuck out and go do something. So yeah. And so what's, uh, what's, what's, uh, what's your heart's desire? What would you go out and do? Just like go do anything like legitimately, like just go to a bar, go to a restaurant, like believe it or not, like go to work, like go on base, like <laughs> just do something. <laughs> like I need to shake up this routine of waking up at 10 30 AM. Like, putting whiskey in my coffee, checking email from home and I never have anything. And then just like drinking the rest of the day. I know it sounds like such a hardship. Yeah. Well, I'm getting fat. So, <laughs> <laughs> you know, you're still, you're still allowed to run like, no, no, no. Yeah. I don't like PTing while I'm drunk. I just, I'm not very good at it. <laughs> so do you find yourself, um, getting messages from people who are, uh, you know, depressed or, you know, going through hardships as well. And they're, you know, they're looking to their, uh, friendly neighborhood, uh, RP for advice and solace. Uh, yeah, I mean, for sure. Yeah. Ever since we started the podcast, like I've gotten that. So I wouldn't say there's a real change in those, uh, the number of those emails, but they're still coming through for sure. Uh, anything, uh, anything that stands out, or uh, any advice that you, you might have, something frequent that uh, that you find yourself saying. 
Um, it's a lot of just uh, hang in there sport. <laughs> uh, no, not really. Well, it's usually like it's fans of the show. So they're like, how can I get a girl over to my apartment while there's quarantine going on? I'm like, I don't know. Don't be a fucking nerd. Like, just invite her over. Well, much so, like um, provisions and toilet papers and stuff, uh, the, the prudent warrior would have uh, seen this on the horizon and would have stockpiled. <laughs> so being able to quarantine uh, with said woman, uh, yeah, that would probably be your best option for next time. It's kind of hard to acquire it now. Yeah, next time there's a global pandemic, uh, the listeners should just know that they have to have their hose over in advance. <laughs> Stock up on hose. Because this happens so often. <laughs> yeah, I um the the strip club we were we, we were going to throw our St. Patrick's Day party at uh Platinum, which was used to be known as Driftwood in Campbell June. They actually have a T-shirt that says "I have hose in different quarantine zones." That's pretty good. Yeah, which I I thought was hilarious. And then they did a thing where they got like all their uh their dancers to do like a uh, a contact contact less uh, car wash, where basically <laughs> like you pull up and then they wash your car and then there's like on your way out, there's like someone with like a, a bucket or something. You can just like put money in it as donations. <laughs> and so they were all wearing this white shirt that says I got hose in different quarantine zones while doing the car wash. So it was also like a wet t-shirt thing. Mm. And then they, the, the government shut it down. <laughs> <laughs> Gee, I, I can't imagine why. I mean, I, I can't imagine why either. You know, they're, they're just trying to be benevolent and, you know, keep their employees, uh, you know, making money. What if someone comes in with a car that's got COVID all over it? Yeah. Those, those strippers have to take care of themselves, right? <laughs> well, they're washing the car just like you would wash your dirty, filthy, stinky weasel hands. <laughs> well, I don't know any dirty, filthy, stinky weasels in this house, but... Well, I didn't call you filthy. That's... <laughs> yeah, Phil, that's... AJ, now you're just being rude. <laughs> now you're just being rude to yourself, and I will not stand for that, all right? Mike and I are both well-trained on... Um, <laughs> You know, dealing with people who have such self-deprecation issues as yourself. So we, won't, we will not allow you to feel that way. I'm going to huck you like a meat dart. <laughs> <laughs> I do have a question for you guys as the resident Marines on this podcast. How, yes. do, you feel, how do you feel about your beloved corps not uh, shutting down haircuts during these times? <laughs> Fucking stupid. What? <laughs> Look, I, if, you're, if you're telling me you got like a unit that's in quarantine, like I, I know of some units that are quarantining their guys for 14 days before they send them out for training purposes. Right. Because they're mission critical and they have to. I get that. That's fine. But you're telling me that they have to go out. They can't find like the resident guy in the unit who knows how to do haircuts and have him do it. Like, no, we want to send you out into a public area to stand in line which, uh, it, of course, the line's going to be down the block because it's a Sunday. <laughs> and the order doesn't state you have to get a haircut every week. The order states you have to get a haircut whenever you're out of regs. Right. Like some lieutenant years ago was like, I want my guys to be fresher. And then everybody else just hopped on the good idea ferry. <laughs> so just tone it the fuck down. Let everybody look a little bushy for a couple weeks so they don't get the virus. Mm. Like we saw a post the other day where they're making the Marines do the obstacle course with fucking masks on. Yeah. I saw it. And it's, if you think there's enough of an issue that they have to wear a mask, don't do the fucking O course. with a bunch of dudes around. Come on, man. Uh, yeah. And I, I left a comment on there and I was like, this is why I can make an actual living just by making fun of the military. It's like true. They, they write the comedy for me. Yeah. It's the easiest job I ever had. <laughs> Well, yeah. Daniel, what are your what are your thoughts on the haircut issue? 
Well, uh, I will say that um, the once a week haircut, it does look good. However, you know, there are times and places where you have to be able to adapt. And for the, the Marine Corps, you know, touting, you know, how they're so good at improvising, adapting and overcoming, not to mm-hmm. be not to be able to overcome such a simple issue. Yeah. And then the uh, the uh, chairman of the Joint Chiefs of Staff. Did I say that right? Chairman of the Joint Chiefs of Staff. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Joint Chiefs of Staff. Um, yeah. uh, General Miley, who was the um, uh, in charge of the Army before, you know, he got bumped up to being in charge of uh, everything just under the, the Secretary of Defense. Him and the uh, the SecDef had a, a conference where uh, I think one of our friends over at Task and Purpose, they, um, uh, I think it was Lewis, I, I might be mistaken, but basically he was just like, you know, have you seen this video of all these Marines standing right next to each other? And uh, the the SecDef was like, well, you know, obviously, like, you know, maybe we can, you know, stop doing haircuts for a bit. And then the the chairman was like, whoa, whoa, whoa well, don't take that as a directive just yet. I'm I'm sure there's ways that we can continue to do haircuts. And then he justified it by saying his dad was a corpsman on Iwo Jima and the discipline uh, and professionalism of getting a haircut every week is the reason why the Marines were able to defeat the Japanese on Iwo Jima. No fucking way. <laughs> you exactly, see some yeah. of those guys on Iwo Jima? They hadn't had haircuts in weeks. Yeah. <laughs> no, they, they were using the captured katanas to give themselves clean fades. <laughs> and then so one of the, um, the reporters was just like, have you guys uh, considered asking a lance corporal what other uh dumb things the marine corps does to put their life at risk and apparently mm-hmm. that pissed off the brass and they started yelling at the reporters and that was kind of the end of that press conference oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> you know i i can imagine i'm surprised as hell that those videos haven't warranted the marine corps putting the the rat squad on it like those civilian contractors they have that like just search people's Instagram and Facebook pages looking for things to, to NJP people for. Mm-hmm. And they're like, find me every Marine that was in that line that allowed themselves to get photographed and embarrass us for our stupidity and NJP each and every one of them for not being <laughs> six and a half feet apart. And so like AJ is um, astutely uh, pointed out that it generally comes down to a small unit leader who made the decision and then brass being ignorant of that policy because they like yeah. to do the command discretion thing. And so one Marine uh, sent me a message and, you know, with everything you guys send us, it's always anonymous unless you specifically say that we can cite you. Right. Uh, so one individual was like, yeah, uh, they said that if we get uh, uh, test positive for COVID-19, that they're going to NJP us, you know, or, you know, make a subject <laughs> to the UCMJ. And, you know, me being a, a journalist, I was about ready to jump all over this. And I was like, yeah. Hey, yeah, so like, do you have an email? Do you have a text message? You know, is there, you know, any sort of proof of this? I'm like, oh, no, well, it's, it's just what our, our master sergeant told us. And I was like, oh, so it, it's not Marine Corps policy. It's just your unit policy. Yeah. And he was like, yeah. I'm like, all right, well, do you have an email or a text? He was like, no, it, it was just something they passed to us at formation. And I was like, and let me guess why you guys were not standing six feet apart. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Hey, I just want to bring everyone in to let you know that I will take your rank if you get sick by being in this formation yeah. that I called. <laughs> The Marine Corps never never disappoints when it comes to entertaining. Yeah, I have I've long made the joke that if you do anything to um to to get yourself dead, that the Marine Corps will pay to have you taxidermied at the position of attention to put mm-hmm. your your alphas on, so that way they can NGP you. <laughs> How dare you let yourself get sick, you piece of shit! <laughs> Specifically, when you know we make thirty of you guys go uh, 
running the obstacle course where, you know, inherently you're not wearing N95 mask. A lot of them are wearing t-shirts. So they're coughing all over the obstacles just because it's chilly in the morning. They're being physically, um, you know, uh, putting exertion out physically, you know, so they're mm. coughing everything and we can't tell if it's the smoker's lung, the burn pit lung or the Corona, you know, <laughs> like, Oh, my personal favorite is the amount of Marines that, and um, other services that you see as well that are wearing like the torn up skivvy shirts as masks because of course nobody's going to be like, well, we require you to wear masks. So here are some masks. They're like, we require you to wear masks. Shit them right now. (laughs) This is, this is the equivalent to the time when they, when I'm not granted, it's more dangerous than that. But like every time you have an inspection and they're like, where are your six giant safety pins? (laughs) What the fuck do I need that for? The same reason you need four different, uh, fucking woodland um, boonies. boonies. Yeah. Even though we're not going to let you wear any boonies, <laughs> let alone woodland, because we're in the desert, right? Unless it's St. Patrick's Day. <laughs> I think we talked about that once, but we had a Dan and I had a CEO that decided in the middle of the desert, in the middle of the in the middle of the deployment, that for one day we had to dig our woodlands out and like switch our helmet covers over. Yeah, because it was St. Patrick's Day and he wanted us to all be festive. Yeah. No, I know, I know, I know the story. I fart real quick. Oh, that was a monster. Jesus! <laughs> I like how you leaned away from AJ, so he's just gonna be disgusting. <laughs> oh, he's been I'm doing pretty- that before we even called you. He was like, "All right, you ready?" I was like, "Yeah, let me grab my shit." And he went. <laughs> I was like, Are "You, do you need stand med- by? Do you need medical <laughs> attention?" Like it sounds like the blob in a horror movie, <laughs> just getting squeezed out, just getting waffle stopped. <laughs> yeah, Dan farts are something pretty potent. I still, to this day, I I have ten percent disability from the time you farted from Chuck E. Cheese pizza in my apartment. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they. Uh, so Mike was like, I ha- I have to to move apartments, and uh, so you know he enlisted my help as uh, manual labor and provided. Right. Uh, the most gourmet of pizzas, Chuck E. Cheese. <laughs> Delicioso. It's, it's not bad, though. <laughs> hey, what pizza could be bad when it comes from, you know, the Child Casino and Rat Food Emporium? Exactly. Yeah, so um, I, I let one go. And I, and I will say, to Mike's credit, this is one of the few times he's telling the truth. And <laughs> it, it, it was bad. <laughs> so... Um, Mike, if, if you had to, to blame all of this on one specific person in your chain of command, who would it be? No, I'm kidding. <laughs> yeah, I was going to say, what? <laughs> yeah, you didn't know this was going to be a gotcha journalism episode. Yeah, classic gotcha journalism. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so um, uh, what, uh, what, what, what have you found out about yourself as far as like um, being able to adapt to this new way of life? Um deep sigh of exhale (laughs) i found out if you have a poor diet through the entire day it's possible to have diarrhea multiple times a day i didn't know that i thought it was like a one and done thing oh wow (laughs) that's uh, (laughs) profound because i i regularly have diarrhea just because of my poor diet but i didn't know you could have it two possibly three times a day does it kind of illuminate for you how much doordash that you actually order now that you have nowhere else to go to cut like your day into separate sections yeah so it's concerning i actually got the dash pass because i am chalking up thank thank god for that stimulus package i can eat but (laughs) i uh (laughs) 
yeah, no, I, I've gotten sampled a little bit of everything that delivers in the greater Virginia Beach area. Yeah, so I was like, hey, Mike, you know, if, uh, if everybody pulls their, uh, their Corona bucks together, we could buy a tiger. He's like, oh, yeah, that sounds like a great idea. I'm like, what, what, what are you doing on your phone? Are, are you ordering a tiger? And you're like, yeah, wings. <laughs> tiger meat. <laughs> so you, what was that thing you mentioned earlier, the dash pass? Yeah, yeah. So, no, it's a, it's a <laughs> oh, I didn't know. I, again, I feel like everybody on earth eats the same way I do. I guess it's not true. But a dash no, I've, pass I've cooked simply. dinner the last couple nights. Thank you. Well, look at you. <laughs> and uh, Nancy. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> So knowing how to work your stove and a spatula <laughs> nerd. And, uh, so the dash pass is essentially a monthly subscription to DoorDash, And so you save money by just having a, a certain, like it was like 15 bucks a month or whatever. And then you save money on each order. So like it adds up. Just, yeah, it adds up for sure. Especially when you eat it for every meal. So you don't have to order your wings anymore because they're set to come at your house at preset intervals. I mean, yeah, you can definitely do that. But, uh, <laughs> Schedule orders. <laughs> now, let me ask you this question. Uh, have yeah. you found yourself tipping more since all of this? No. Well, okay. So, actually, <laughs> he was quick to say not no, but fuck no. So, I don't know. I, Dan might know, but maybe not AJ or people listening, but, like, I'm a chronic over-tipper. Like, I pride myself on over-tipping. Like whether it's a sit down restaurant, whether it's a DoorDash or it's an Uber, like I over tip like a motherfucker just because I like to feel superior. And so I, uh, <laughs> I ordered, I ordered something through Uber Eats a while ago and the guy, uh, he was a return fucking driver. So he like recognized me and he came back. It was like the next day. So he came back and he was like, Oh, here's your stuff. I was like, thanks man. He's like, Oh, by the way, I don't know. I don't know whether he was just informing me or he's throwing shade, but he's like, He's like, by the way, that delivery fee isn't included in the tip, just so you know. And I was like, hmm. I was like, okay. So then I sat back and I pondered while I ate my suicide wings. Like, do I tip him? <laughs> do I tip him ever again? And so it was like after the fact. So I said, no tip for him. <laughs> See, the there, there's different apps out there that allow you to tip afterwards, which kind of gives yeah. you like a little bit of uh, anonymity. Yeah. But uh, I remember. I ordered a pizza and I put like a, like a five or $6 tip down and the the guy shows up and he, I was just like, Hey, you know, like, uh, you know, thanks for, you know, for, you know, for being there for us and stuff like, you know, because as, as we've progressed through this pandemic, we've realized that, you know, all those boots that are on, you know, like TikTok boots and stuff, they're talking about like how important their service is and how they're, you know, like, you know, like trying to make pump themselves up to yeah. you know seem more important than they are. You know, they're the ones that are like, not really doing much for this uh, particular uh, experience that the country's going through. Right. Yeah, private, exactly. fir private first class TikTok asshole isn't bringing me food. Yeah. <laughs> and so, you know, it was like a five or $6 tip and it was just like one pizza and the, the pizza place is like right up the road. Uh, yeah. So I didn't really think about it much. I was like, Hey, thanks man. He's like, no nah, man, like I, I appreciate you tipping. Like you'd be surprised how many people are, you know, Mike stiffing us on our tips. <laughs> no, listen, it was the one time because he threw shade at me on my front porch. No, thank you. Well, You're I'm going to come to my home. Yeah, having, exactly. having delivered pizzas as a side job before, I can mm -hmm. tell you that there, there's not a lot of middle ground. Like people either tip you well for their circumstance, or they don't tip you at all. Right. I had a lot of officers that wouldn't tip. Yeah. Um. For for those of you who have been with us since season one, our uh, our former executive producer, uh, EP Mike, uh, who's gone on to you know different projects and finished his masters, but he's delivering pizza. 
and he said that um he's making like two or three hundred dollars a day on tips yeah and, which is funny because like now he's going to be the the richest one out of all of us after oh, all this is over and um he said one house specifically they ordered two pizzas it was like a 30 dollar order they gave him a 35 dollar tip and like a little one ounce uh, purell bottle of hand sanitizer Oh, nice. That's nice. Yeah. The $35 tip was their generosity. The Purell was when they saw him. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, um, which I, you know, he, he immediately just started drinking. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> he put a little straw in, in the bottle and he was sipping that on the way to his next order. But like, that's not how it works, Mike. That's why your car looks like that. <laughs> sorry, Mike. We love you. Yeah. Yeah, yeah we do. Yeah. yeah I'm, I'm sorry. Sorry. <laughs> yeah, so I, I have definitely um, been very scared that this is going to continue uh, through, you know, not throughout, not only throughout the summer, but I actually had a nightmare uh, two nights ago that, um, you know, I wasn't able to go to a Halloween party because, you know, it, this has gone that on that long. Yeah. Are we, are we ever going to do another Pop Smoke Halloween party? Because the first one we did was an absolute, like, ton of fun. Yeah, we had way more people show up than, than we could have possibly hoped for. Um, uh, every, you know, everybody showed up in costume. Everybody had a great time. Uh, you, me, and uh, uh, I think it was one of the guys from the bunker. We were like the judges for the, yeah. uh, the Halloween costume. Yep. And we almost had a riot on our hands. Yeah, that was like the most business they've done like since they opened. But the thing was, is there was one guy who, you know, was dressed a certain way. And I guess the crowd thought that, you know, he should have been in the finalists. And I flat out said, I was just like, cause we were doing it by applause. And I was like, if y'all wanted him to be in the finals, you should have clapped louder when he was up on yeah. stage. And then they almost rioted. So I was like, all right, all right, fine. He's in the finals. <laughs> Your booze Come- mean nothing to me. I know it makes you cheer. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I um. You know, I have uh, studied a fair amount of uh, coups and boogaloos in my time, so uh, mm-hmm. I could tell when the crowd was getting ready to boogaloo. Yeah, especially when there's copious amounts of tequila and strike force involved. Yeah. Yeah, and your pheromones are wafting through the environment, so everybody's already all all hyped up on that. Yeah, <laughs> my extra tight Spider-Man outfit. Oh, they, they all have so their tight. they all have their <laughs> pump and dump program set to set to activate. That's right. <laughs> Yeah, Mike was looking all kinds of delicious in a Spider-Man outfit, just so tight. Yeah, yeah. it was for a child. <laughs> <laughs> it, it looked painted on it. Honestly, like at first, I thought it was one of those um, those body paint costumes. Yeah. You know, yeah. where you, know, the, you just put on the tiniest of g-strings and they cover your body in paint. <laughs> we should totally do that to Mike this year. Yeah, I like it. But to be, it's it's not it, it's not exactly fair just to put all of our thirst traps on Mike. So. Uh, in the basement, I've actually set up a little bit of a fitness area. We got some oh. TRX straps, some yoga mats, some weights, uh, okay. some cardio equipment. So I'm um, I'm hoping that maybe by the end of the summer, like maybe I could do a little bit of thirst trapping. You know, I'm with it. I'm with it, like, man. Because like from maybe like you know like the collarbone up, I could put some thirst traps out with the blue eyes and the beard and the yeah. luscious hair. But yeah, then from like. Yeah, so it's like you you going down from the head, and you're like, all right, and you get to the body, and it's like, eh, then you get to the penis, and you're like, all right, working again. <laughs> <laughs> so like, I I know where my angles are, you know. So because uh, uh, we we were doing something the other day, I think it was a live, uh, where we were talking about an, our OnlyFans, and Mike straight called us out. He's like, oh, so are you going to be doing this too? And I was like, oh, yeah, exactly, yeah. <laughs> so yeah, uh, thanks to Mike Shame, and. <laughs> 
uh, you know, my girlfriend being a literal marathon runner, I just felt this overwhelming sense of guilt that I should probably try to get back into shape. <laughs> and this is a perfect time to do it. Now is the time, I'm telling you. I'm going to come out of this quarantine fat and you're going to be ripped as hell. It's going to be great. Hell yes. <laughs> I'm about that. Like, you know what? They called this pandemic the great equalizer and uh, now we're seeing that's true. That's right. Yeah. Of course, Mike being fat means he's like got an extra 1% body fat. Oh, yeah, for sure. <laughs> the, two, I, the two of us are over here eating three celery sticks and a bottle of water a day and still gaining weight. Like, what the fuck? <laughs> yeah, going on hikes and like going down to rivers and mountain marches and stuff. The topography in, uh, in Northern Virginia. Meanwhile, he's yeah. got his rotating orders of wings coming in. <laughs> yeah, I had, yeah. I had, yeah, I had bean burritos at 3 a.m. last night and <laughs> feeling all right. <laughs> yeah, Mike is one of those insufferable friends that he gains like four calories. He's like, oh, I'm so fat. Look at me. I'm disgusting. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the fact that you unironically agree is the point. Well, no, it's not. Well, it's not, I don't think it's a joke by any means. I, again, coming from the glorious, glorious Midwest and just seeing what my future holds if I <laughs> ate and acted that way, uh, it, it made me eat well as a kid and growing up and obviously uh, forming this physical regime that I have now. And so now that uh, it doesn't seem I can gain any weight, when I do start to gain some weight, I want to kill myself. So I'm very, <laughs> I'm very vain in that manner. I think that might be the most insightful thing about yourself you've ever said on this show. How is that possible? You really pulled the curtain back a little bit there. I feel like everybody who's ever met me knows this, though. <laughs> that's, <laughs> that, that's, that's actually your introduction. It's on your business card when we go to Burbis events. No, I've seen, I've, seen, I've seen Mike at parties. He's not exactly the open and welcoming conversationalist. It's true. Yeah, yeah. No, it's like he's the guy that's like, you want a beer? You want a beer? All right, let's get a beer. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. The, the last the last party I remember being being with Mike at, he stood by the door, and every person that would come in, he would silently just hand them whatever drink was close enough on closest on the uh, on the counter. Mm-hmm. He would just yeah. snatch whatever bottle and hand it to them and be like, "Here, get drunk, go away." Yeah, yeah. Well, I don't, I don't, I don't trust people who don't drink uh, around me. Not even with me. Like uh, I became good friends with our our buddy Eli that night simply because I said, "Who's doing a shot with me?" He said, "I will." Now we're like best friends. <laughs> that's all it takes it doesn't take much yeah it's like uh, one of those mo- spy movies with the kid and it's like how do we get in the bad guys uh secret fortress and there's two dobermans and they like, yeah. bust out some like little doggy treats and now the dobermans <laughs> are their best friends like exactly. if mike was a sentinel guarding uh guarding something you know of secret intelligence like all you'd have to do is like slip them a couple airport bottles yeah of, of alcohol that's literally like, a, it doesn't take much i'm yeah, yeah. Like, on your way out, he's just on his back, just like rolling around in the bottles. <laughs> good boy. Who's a good boy? <laughs> so you're over there talking about you, you ate well as a child because you didn't want to turn out to be a Midwestern chubbo. Correct. And the whole time you were saying that, I was thinking, you know, Dan and I grew up in a place where like a dessert treat was a piece of bread that was buttered and had sugar poured on it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> carbs butter and sugar yeah That's like, right. if, if you could see the studio desk like it's covered in funyuns and dr pepper and red bulls and i can smell the studio desk from here <laughs> <laughs> smells yeah. like old spice and bad decisions <laughs> right <laughs> <laughs> yeah so now that you um you you are um a full-grown man uh how, how do you find yourself uh similar or different to the the people you grew up with like we all have those Facebook friends, you know, that, you know, either didn't join the military or maybe did something else with their life. 
but then you know yeah. uh, a couple of years later it's it's kind of hard to uh to relate to some of those people is it easy when you go back home or or do you find yourself uh still an outsider um uh, well yeah no it's I, I i enjoy going back home for friends and family honestly but when you do kind of uh because like uh, last year the year before i had my 10-year high school reunion yeah and I was so excited to go to it <laughs> because uh, I'm not the only one who didn't like on graduation day in high school, look to his left and right and go, yeah, let's get married, have kids and be miserable. <laughs> so I, I remember that day too. Like uh, yeah. uh, you, you were all gussied up in your uniform. Uh, no, I, shot. I did not do that. That's looking just incredibly sexy. And then no, people came up to him and they're like, I listened to your show. And yeah, you yeah. had a big head about it. And you was just insufferable for like the next four episodes. Oh my God. <laughs> Classic Dan fashion, just telling a lie. <laughs> none of that happened. Oh, none of that happened, Michael? None, See, of, none it? of that happened. See, Dan doesn't lie. What Dan does is Dan dramatically exaggerates situations. No, no, no. See, what the truth is, is that I am not nearly as much of a drunk uh, as the two of you. So right. with your you know, brain that's full of holes from alcohol, you're <laughs> not able to recollect things in the way that they happened and then you are shocked and amazed when i recount the absolute truth no you know, no. What, you know what your first mistake in that statement was what's that i am not a drunk sir oh my god <laughs> i i drink i am not a drunk <laughs> and you know what the difference is i still remember where my wallet and keys are okay that, that's a different matter okay Ooh. that is a completely different matter i've i've i think maybe twice in my entire life got so blackout that i didn't know what was going on and I still made it back to my room. Don't give me that look. How many times have I had to shepherd this guy back to wherever we were staying that night? Twice. Okay. I specifically remember both times. Maybe twice last year. <laughs> no, last year I spent most of my time deployed. Yeah, so I know, which work. is amazing, which really speaks to how you spend your time when you're home. <laughs> yeah, exactly. That's my point. If you, if you take an average of the amount of alcohol the average person drinks, right, over a year... <laughs> I haven't even come close to that. I, I will say, um, AJ, when you came back uh, last year, we had we were at that Halloween party, and uh, I was like, "All right, he's just coming back. Like, he won't be able to drink as much." I will say, it takes a lot for me to like have to like walk away from the bar and like have a spit, but you definitely made me because <laughs> <laughs> you just kept handing me. You're like, "Oh, here's a triple shot of Jameson, followed by a quadruple shot of Jameson, and then now you can chase it with this shot of Jameson." I'm like, yeah, <laughs> "We're gonna celebrate this shot with a shot." Yeah, I, exactly. Yeah, and I then, didn't realize that spin class made your uh, made your liver work better. <laughs> yeah, I, I was actually I was shocked because I mean, obviously, like. I knew you were a drinker. You could hold your own, but I was actually shook it. I was like, AJ is like the fucking Terminator. You just kept handing me shots. I was like, I got to go outside to spit or I'm going to throw up. <laughs> is, that a, is that a Midwestern secret to being able to prolong your drinking, going out and spitting? I don't know if it's a Midwest thing, but it's definitely a thing. Yeah, that's I loved your thing. accent right there. Oh, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> that did not happen. <laughs> you know what the secret for me is, Mike? What's that? Mama didn't raise no bitch. <laughs> no see aj and i are, are very similar in the in, in the old marine corps tradition of puke and rally yeah uh so I, I i'm all about that it's just it takes a lot to get me to that point of like wanting to throw up and aj was the first time in like years i felt that way so i was like god damn yeah and it was it was a bit of it's a crazy not, night because everyone's in costume too 
Yeah, it's not like I stopped drinking or anything, but I was like, I need to like distance my socially distance from this bar and have a spit. <laughs> <laughs> Just have a spit, have a dart. Yeah, yeah. What were you dressed as for our audience? Uh, what was I? I was a I was a pilot. <laughs> <laughs> yep, he put on a flight suit, and yeah. a, uh, I got him a pair of aviators. That's right. Yeah. It was a, it was a solid like just last second costume and and for our audience what were the two of you? So um, this is actually kind of kind of fun of how you know my life is dope and I do dope things. Um, <laughs> Mike actually picked me up from the airport because uh, I had just landed from spending uh, uh, three weeks backpacking uh, Peru, mm-hmm. and so and I had the worst food poisoning that I think I've ever had in my life. Yeah, uh, yeah. but I was just like, no way am I gonna am I gonna bitch out on Mike in this and. <laughs> I made a poor judgment as to the distance between where AJ was, the airport, and the bar that we were going to that night. Mm-hmm. So everybody ended up driving a lot further than I had expected. Mm-hmm. And so he picked me up. Um, then uh, I think I went with AJ to Walmart, and I got a pair of black leggings, a black tutu skirt, and a pair of cat ears. Right. And I was a slutty cat. <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, do you need anything? And Mike was like, yeah, if you have some, uh, they have some aviators there. So I was like, all right, cool. And then, so Mike is in just like the least effort possible. You got a Navy <laughs> guy in a Top Gun outfit. Like, you know, my favorite part though was the cat outfit is he looked like, like the basic bitch cat outfit that yeah. obviously he bought from Walmart and he's got the tail hanging out under the tutu that he was wearing. Yeah. <laughs> and as we're walking down the sidewalk, this girl comes walking up and uh, she was just heading in the same direction. And she's dressed in a similar fashion. <laughs> and Dan trying to be nice is like, hey, look, we're both cats. And she's like, what did she say? I'm not a cat. I'm a raccoon. Yeah. Or some, oh. she, and she was super bitchy about it. And then like, oh, like sauntered off. And I was like, damn, it was like, that's like when you say hi to somebody out of politeness because you're stuck in an elevator with them. And then like, I have a boyfriend. Be like, bitch, nobody asked. I'm just, I, I mean, yeah, that's fair. I just, uh, I would not talk to somebody in the elevator either, so I feel like... <laughs> Well, I mean, that's you and me, but, you know, Dan yeah, can yeah. help himself. No, I'm... Uh, um... He's a social butterfly. <laughs> and so, and then AJ was, like, a Victorian uh, fox spirit, and he just had this, like, full, like, pimp Beethoven outfit that, you know, had just, like, the weaving and the threads and the patterns on the coat and stuff and, like, the vest. Yeah. And he had, like, a wig and this, like, badass fox mask. And, like, my outfit cost, like, $5 at Walmart. Yours yeah. was literally pulled out of the jizz rag pile in your dirty laundry. <laughs> and then AJ had this just like super complex and like yeah. really looked, fucking dope costume. It, it was cheap because I got it off of Amazon like weeks in advance. It's one of the few yeah. times I've actually bothered to get my shit on time. <laughs> and the, the irony of it was is that I thought I was still going to be overseas when I, when I ordered it. So I ordered it for overseas. Mm. Like I was trying to come up with a way to wear it with the mask on without getting shot by security, <laughs> like just wa- walking around the base in this thing. And someone's like, Oh, what the shit? And some Peruvian like smokes me in a dark alley <laughs> as they are one to do. That's kind of their favorite thing. Yeah. You know, what's funny is uh, we, we had an incident. They're very superstitious in Peru. <laughs> we, we had an incident a while back and uh, there was the, the guy on the radio, the Peruvian guard that was on the radio was trying to explain that he had heard gunshots but because of the Spanglish and the terribleness of the radio, it came out some kind of way as there's a saw missing. <laughs> so as soon as, as soon as the talk heard that, the, the, the tactical operations center, they put a lock down the base and told everybody to put their hands on their guns right now. So we got told, ah, go get your guns. 
So we're just standing out in the parking lot. Everybody's holding saws. <laughs> who who lost? How do you lose a saw? Like this isn't a big environment. We're not tromping through the woods at three a.m. Like what the fuck? Me and me and my douchiness. I just want to ask how many people when they said, "All right, everybody, lock down and put their hands on their guns." How many dudes grabbed their arms after that? <laughs> because you know, that's to me where my brain went i've been like right here locked and loaded and then i got kicked out of the talk as i'm one to do <laughs> if, if i hadn't gotten shot at like about five minutes earlier i'm probably sure i'm pretty sure i was the idiot that would have made that joke good, good. Just, i grabbed your crotch yeah <laughs> like my machine gun is present and accounted for right <laughs> and so fun fact about peru um everyone down there is like four foot eleven Mm-hmm. Um, you know, there's not a lot of oxygen up in the mountains, so people don't grow very tall. And I was already <laughs> the biggest p- person in the country. Like there were people who legit thought I was like a professional wrestler. Oh yeah, I can see it. Yeah, I I wanted to buy a poncho for a part of my journey because uh, I wanted to be able to blend in a little bit. Why you know I was out hiking in the mountains and stuff, but they physically did not make one big enough for me. <laughs> and i you know i was i was very apologetic to the lady with my broken spanish because you know i felt like i had been wasting her time and she basically um uh, loosely translating said something to the effect of just like no you never apologize for being big and beautiful and i was just like thank you old lady yeah thank yeah you. <laughs> thank you blind old lady <laughs> wow <laughs> i spent 45 minutes talking about how hot mike is i tried to get one self-esteem point in he's like no nothing for you i'm the nothing first trap. for you yeah <laughs> i'm still the honey <laughs> <laughs> nobody's trying to take your job don't be threatened no i don't like it <laughs> man yeah so uh, aj being like four inches taller than i am i can only imagine that he like they literally would have thought he was godzilla oh for sure especially in the fox spirit outfit I would have fit right in <laughs> about that height. So, yeah. So, um, anything else that you wanna that you wanna send out to our fans before before we get out of here? Um, stay safe, stay clean, stay abstinent. I don't know what y'all are doing. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, uh, if if uh, if you are reading between the lines, that means Mike wants a full <laughs> report of your day to day activities. I do. I'm very nosy. <laughs> Everybody needs to DM Mike the disgusting details of what they're doing in quarantine. No, no. I think that's. I think. I, I think that's an AJ thing. Everybody DM AJ. Picks, <laughs> picks or it didn't happen. <laughs> that's right. See the few, the like the six people who have DM'd me in the last month uh-huh. to tell me to tell me positive stuff about crap you guys have shit on. Like you guys don't <laughs> believe. Me. Like I'll show. I'll show Dan the the fucking DM. I'll be like, look, look this guy said the. The Mongolian throat metal was fucking cool. And he's like, yeah, Pixar didn't happen. I'm like, bitch, it's right here. <laughs> mm, I still don't believe it. We have this real, um, this, this real weird dichotomy in the, uh, in the friendship, uh, especially particularly in the group chat, where one of us will say something like very meaningful to them or very profound. And then AJ will just send like a shit posting meme afterwards. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, that, without what? commenting or replying. That, no, true. no. Dan gets butthurt because he'll post <laughs> something and I'll, I, I won't like immediately like it. Like I'll, I'll have not seen it or something. Or I'll look at it when I'm doing something and I'll be like, Oh, cool. And then like five minutes later, I'll post something because I am then free to do so. Cause like <laughs> if I'm cooking or something, I'll, I'll have a minute while I'm waiting for it to, to, to do its thing. And he'll go, Oh, so no comment on what I posted, huh? <laughs> All right. So several f- problems with that fact. Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. Since June 11th, 2019, he has posted three things. <laughs> 
So clearly that part of the story is false. Uh, <laughs> secondly, he has not commented on anything I've posted uh, in the last two and a half weeks. Oh, two and a half weeks I haven't posted. I haven't commented on your posts. Yeah, and I've, I've posted like 47 things since then. That's, that's the problem. You posted such a cyclic rate because, and, and it's good that you're pro- providing content to the fans. It's good. I, I appreciate that. But if I, if I took the time to comment on everything you posted, mm-hmm. when the fuck am I supposed to get anything else done? Oh, my God. <laughs> you, have, you have time for a lot of other things, but not. Like I, was, I got interviewed by the Department of Veteran Affairs, and I was like, hey, can you guys go like and comment on this post? You know who didn't? AJ. Of course. <laughs> That no erroneous. Anytime you tell me, anytime you get on the thing and you say, "Hey, can you like and comment on this post?" I will go over there and do it because in that moment you have False. reminded me that it needs to get done. The only time that doesn't happen is if I'm like driving or something. And another cool. thing, like you know those challenges that you've been seeing on stories, where it's just like, "Hey, here are ten interesting facts about me." Now I, you know, nominate this person to do it. And so, yeah. like, I did one of those about travel, and I tagged AJ. And like he just looked at it, it was like scene. And then I sent him the big <laughs> template and I was like, Your turn. Scene. Yeah. <laughs> I was trying to figure out how to make it work. I don't I didn't know how to get it to do the thing where you like poke it and it like gives you an option and stuff. AJ, put on your readers and get to work. <laughs> <laughs> he pulls out his uh his pocket watch. He's like, My yeah. look upon the hour. <laughs> you know, when you spend as much time overseas with shitty overseas internet, like you learn to just appreciate the stuff you can look at and not not dig too deep into it and figure out how to do stuff. I don't know how to do that. I don't know how to put stuff on my... Oh, if only you knew somebody who made a living by doing that. <laughs> exactly. You make a living by doing that, so why should I do it? <sighs> All right, guys. <laughs> Tune in next week where we uh, hurl yeah. jabs and insults and accusations at each other. <laughs> we teach AJ what an HTML is. <laughs> I'll give you my HTML. AJ has about the technical knowledge of the uh, the guy with the mustache that works at Best Buy. If you're asking him for anything besides a charging cable. Erroneous. <laughs> yeah, Erroneous. Exactly. I, I am perfectly capable of figuring out technology. Then why don't we have video? <laughs> There's a difference between knowing yeah. how to do it and doing it. All right? So yeah, I, you I'll tell you. You don't know how to do it. I'll tell you what. <laughs> Just to prove you guys wrong, which I know is exactly why Dan's baiting me, but this one time I'll accept it, right? <clears throat> the next podcast we do, I will make sure the video is up, and I will make sure it's edited. You heard Ooh. it here. You heard it here. I'm just saying. AJ a made a promise. A lot of fans are demanding videos. So you're going to heartbreak uh, a lot of our listeners. Yeah, and it's funny. It's usually the fans of Mike who demand the video because they want to see more of his beautiful face. Yeah, nobody wants to see shit from us. They want to see. They want to see you taking your shirt off. Well, let's give them what they want. For fuck's sake, that's what we've been saying. We said the only fans was for you to take your shirt off. And you're like, I'm not doing this if it's just me. Like, well, yeah, you guys got to contribute. Like, we got to like, like each send in a feet pick and then be like, choose which feet you would like to whatever. Yeah, I got nice calves, so that's what I'll contribute. You, you do know, have no yeah. You know, he said feet pics. I say, if, okay, so if I have to do the, the video. Calf bones connected to the feet. Bone <laughs> connected to not the same money thing. for these feet pics. <laughs> Classic nursery rhyme. I'm, I'm going to get to some of these monos here in a second. <laughs> so, so I think if, if I'm doing the video for next week, which I will yeah. do, all right, I think at the same time, I want from both of you quality feet pics. <laughs> By like we post on Wednesday, right? Yep. On quality feed picks, no later than Monday night. 
All right. That way I can get them on the OnlyFans. Mike, do you have feet tattoos? I don't, no. Can you work on that? Oh, yeah, no. There's tattoo shops open again, for sure. <laughs> no, don't be a whore. <laughs> yeah, I, um, I, I do remember one of the times that I, I – because um, we all have stories of crashing and burning, you know, with, uh, with a girl at a bar or, you know, a guy on ship or whatever the case may be. <laughs> I, I do remember there's this female Marine and she was like the hottest thing on the base, right? Like maybe mm-hmm. like an eight or a nine out in town, but on base she was like beyond a 10 and yeah. she had fake lips and fake boobs. And uh, you know, she was that, you know, that really hot supply girl. And so there I was, I was hanging out with her and uh, you know, she's over, we're chilling, we're having a few beers and she's got like a, like a ladybug with a skull tattooed on her foot or something. And I was just like, oh, hey, like, you know, like, that that's interesting. Like, you can you tell me about that? Like, you know, what does that mean to you? And she was like, I don't know. I just got it because it was pretty. And I was like, mm. uh, get out. Mm. <laughs> I just, uh. Well, I mean, I can empathize with that. Somebody likes the, a piece of artwork and wants a tattoo. I don't see a problem with that. Not every <laughs> tattoo has to have, like, this deep layer of meaning. <laughs> yeah, that's the problem, though, is that some people are like, I just want to put art on my foot. And then you look like <laughs> trash. Well, I mean, if it. <laughs> folks, if you have feet tattoos, send them to AJ so he can roast exactly. you. So can I, you trash. I'm not saying that having a foot tattoo makes you trash. I'm saying if you get a tattoo in your foot that looks fucking stupid for no other reason than you just wanted to have a tattoo in your foot, that makes you trash. Uh, I don't know. As a, as, a, as a tattooed American, I feel like I should defend them. <laughs> yeah, hey, but we're, we're all tattooed, though. You have over 30 tattoos. How many of them on your, are, are on your feet? I mean, none. Exactly. <laughs> and if dumpster fire Mike Sensi has managed to have enough self-respect not to get a foot tattoo. And to be fair, it's because I haven't run out of room on like other parts yet. I will probably, you know what? Just for the sake of the joke, I'll get a tattoo of a dumpster fire on my foot. <laughs> get a burning dumpster with 2020 tattooed on the front. I'm with it. Yeah. So I, um, I think that eventually when we do get around to redesigning the, uh, the smoke pit logo to be a bit mm-hmm. more encompassing of the, uh, the current reflection, cause I actually right. paid uh, a Pakistani dude on uh, Fiverr to recreate a, a new logo for us. It did yeah. not go well. It was trash. Yeah. That was a huge <laughs> waste of money. Like the dude, <laughs> the dude copy pasted the current logo. And then Dan was like, I think they were wearing like, like biker helmets. Yeah. And then Dan's like, no, they're supposed to be like tactical military helmets. The dude didn't change it. He just like, he copy pasted some helmets on top <laughs> of just the first one, like over the fucking biker helmet. And then Dan's like, no, it's supposed to be tactical helmets on all three of them. And the guy just copy pasted them some more. And finally Dan like yeeted his phone out in the yard. It was like, God, son of a bitch, damn it. Yeah. It was like the uh, world war one tail gunner helmets, like the leather ones with the goggles, you know, he, like, <laughs> you know, <laughs> yeah. Like the, you know, the seven year old kid who th- still thinks dad's a hero riding in the side cart. You know, <laughs> he Googled what is helmet. Yeah. <laughs> it's uh, helmet vagine. <laughs> Send helmet bobs. And I was like, man, we'll get out of here. In between yeah. catfishing women with my photos, he made shitty fucking <laughs> logos for the show. <laughs> yeah, probably. You know, he probably Googled the show and saw you and created 10 more catfish accounts. <laughs> Great. Yeah, because um, I actually uh, wrote a, an article for American Grit uh, featuring. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, the pandemic that is uh, people getting catfished by Mike fucking Sensi. My, by my photos, let's make that clear. No, I'm by not Mike Sensi. <laughs> he hey, said before on this show that he would use his own photos to catfish people. So the, yeah. plus, but I, I, I just haven't yet. Not yet. 
the, for the, lack, the record. The lack of contrition kind of shows that at least 15 out of 100 accounts are actually Mike. Yeah. <laughs> right? And he, he uses the other 85 accounts that he paid someone to make <laughs> as like an alibi to a get way out of to trouble. boost his profile, you know? He's like, there's no way it was me because 20 out of 100 of these accounts were catfishing while I was on duty. <laughs> You know, in uh, in Indiana, if any you know food contains less than twenty percent cancer, you know, causing material, it's still perfectly safe to eat. This is true. So, um, but yeah, um, uh, for the for those of you who who um, are good close personal personal friends with Mike, so all you know, all four of you, uh, you know that he has a pure <laughs> contempt for TikTok. Hate it. And, hate it. Uh, hate it. Hate it. I put Mike Sensi into TikTok, and over thirty accounts with the exact name and his picture popped up. <laughs> and that's not including the accounts with this picture that had a different name, which I'm yeah. assuming would probably be about a hundred. My personal favorite was M I K underscore like N C. Yeah. Like dude didn't even spell the name. He was trying to pretend to be right. It's tough. It's a tough name. Yeah. I, uh, I, I've gotten some of the, uh, the overspill on that. Like I'll get a message at like two o'clock in the morning. Uh, and I'm like, oh, look, it's probably another, you know, suicidal Marine somewhere. So I'm going to, all right, crack my knuckles. I'm going to stay up all night trying to talk to this kid <laughs> out of it, which is my usual nighttime activity. That's why these bags are so fucking pronounced. Uh, but it was some lady who I think she was, um, I, f- I forgot what country. Was it uh, Switzerland? Oh, I don't, I don't know. Yeah. Cause I, I know I sent it to you, but you're probably drunk and don't remember. Uh, or I just get that every single day. <laughs> Thank a lady you, Mike. Come- a lady called me the N-word the other day. <laughs> I'm so, I'll show you guys the screenshots after this. But, like, it was on Facebook, and she actually messaged the page first, uh, the Smoke Pit uh, Facebook page, and was like, I can't believe we're doing this, rival, rival, rival. And I was like, hey, like, take this up with uh, Mike. It's not him doing it, but he'll talk you through the process, blah, blah. Then she went over on my Mike Sensei official Facebook and was like, rabble, rabble, rabble. And then I was like, look, this isn't me, blah, blah, blah. And she's like, I know it's you, you're scum, blah, blah, blah. And then she said, peace out, and called me the N-word. <laughs> <laughs> Hard R or soft A? It was a soft A, but she's white. She shouldn't be doing either. <laughs> <laughs> no, because that, that definitely changes the, 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 um, the, the tension or the, uh, the mood in that conversation, if you will, you know? Wait, hang on. Yeah. Did she maybe actually... Was w- she just using urban repertoire yeah, to was like, she, show she was hip and cool? Was she trying to insult you by using an inappropriate word for a white person to refer to an african-american or did she think inappropriately that it was okay for her to use that word seeing as she thought maybe you were african-american either way she's a method <laughs> <laughs> which is uh, which is also a, a great segue to the fact that i got a dm from a fan who was just like you know this entire time i thought aj was a black man <laughs> that's, <laughs> that's not the, that's not the first time he's gotten that message i've seen several dms that are like <laughs> I definitely thought AJ was black. And I was like, sweet. You have, you have a lot of soul, man. What can I say? <laughs> you should see him on the dance floor. I mean, I don't want to appropriate anybody else's culture or nothing, but that's, that's kind of an – I mean, I felt like uh, – what's the word? I felt like that was a compliment. Yeah, bit of inclusion. Absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> and to, I, I guess we should probably do a whole episode based on, like, the, the random things, the assumptions that people have made of us. But one person said mm-hmm. that you had shark eyes. That I have shark eyes? Yeah, that you have shark eyes, that they're Mm. cold and seem as you are perpetually searching for your next prey. (laughs) I mean, yeah, I guess. (laughs) 
we by could, that meaning wings or the beer. I was about to say, yeah, we, could, right. we could test that theory by like hucking a wing at him during the next show we get to do it in the same studio. Yeah, if well, his I mean, eyes roll you, back and he just starts chopping. Well, much like blood in the water, if um, next time I'm available to come to the studio, if you guys hide a hot wing in the studio, I will, see, I will seek it out. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Mike can smell one drop of suicide hot sauce. In a million gallons of water. I'll rip it to shreds. Hey, quick question. If you pour mm. hot sauce on the roots of corn, will the corn cobs be spicy? No, that's just actually, actually how I was born. <laughs> <laughs> it's my superhero origin story. <laughs> I will say every time, every time we give you crap about corn and then we talk about how much you enjoy hot sauce, I would like to say that it's interesting that the most ethnic person in the group is the one that feels not the best with spicy. Puerto Ricans don't use spice, all right? <laughs> the, what's, like the, what's the adobo upstairs for then? Okay, that's, <laughs> that's different. There's a difference in level of spice when you're talking about flavoring and level of uh, hotness. What's, what's that uh, word the, that measures a Scoville units. A Scoville unit, yeah. Yeah, there's not a lot of Scoville units in Puerto Rican cuisine, all right? There's a lot of bananas <laughs> and roots. Yes, but this is an international world now. Like, <laughs> the Puerto Rico has the internet. You can, you can Google stuff and be like, yo, send me some of them Carolina ghost peppers, son. <laughs> I've tried. I just, yeah, I, I, just, uh, you know, I, I just don't handle it very well. Because much like Mike currently, I will have diarrhea all day. Yeah, Perfect. it's not bad. It's slimming. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> Look, let's just get it. We can, I can it's buy a it. core workout. I can get us yeah, a yeah. John off of eBay. Yeah. We'll put it in the backyard so you don't stink up the house. All right. And then we'll get some suicide wings and see which of the three of us can eat the most suicide wings before their colon decides to escape violently through their rectal area. So uh, once again, AJ proving that he has never watched the show. We've had like yeah, four exactly. or five uh, no, no, hot I know sauce you've, challenges. I know you've I done the hot participated in any of them. Exactly my point. I do watch the show and I remember watching every single one of those. And I remember being violently upset. <laughs> That you were like, nah, fam, I'll just sit back and not do it. Yeah, I'll just do commentary. <laughs> I mean, I'm always, I'm always open for a spice challenge, so let's, uh, let's do it. Mike's like, free wings. Yeah, I, I just hope I get free wings out of this. Like anything in life, if there's free wings, I'm there. I just see Mike like in the middle of a room full of cultists, and they're all wearing like robes and tinfoil hats. <laughs> and Mike's just sitting in the corner wearing exactly what he's wearing now, which is like a t-shirt and a, an Indiana hat. He's just... <laughs> Like his whole face and hands and body are covered in wing sauce and stripped on him. <laughs> like uh, Queen of the Dam with Aaliyah. Exactly yeah. that. And like they're they're like, Are you ready for your blood sacrifice? He just looks up like, huh? Like mouthful of things. He's like, I'm sorry, the what now? <laughs> I'm just Yeah, yeah I I've um I'm just getting now this vivid daydream of like something happens, right? And like you and I need to go give somebody the monos. Like it's one of those, uh, you know, classic uh, Mark Wahlberg stories where two guys that are slightly past their prime, but still, you know, good enough to get there and solve the mystery. And we break into this cult or, you know, whatever, like, um, you know, extremist group it is. And like, we're kicking ass and like we're shooting people. And we look over and you're just sitting there like, what? They had free wings. You're like, Mike, get over here. <laughs> Sounds like every Tuesday <laughs> for the last three weeks. Like Rick from Anchorman, They're like Mike, get over here! <laughs> like, can I take the wings? Like, of course you can take the wings. <laughs> Bring extra. It burned a lot of calories breaking into this cult. <laughs> I see no problem with any of those. Do they have mild for Dan? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you're sitting there just like Dan just like got this guy by the collar and he's punch sizing his face, 
And he's like, oh, and by the way, where's the mild sauce? <laughs> All right. So, Mike, any save rounds before we get out of here? Nah, man. Good to see you guys. I miss you guys. Yeah, likewise. AJ, any save rounds? Uh, Mike, you can call us when it's not a podcasting day. Just saying. No, he can't. It's, it's no, in his can't. contract. Yeah. When we started the show, he, he, he was very specific about his contract, saying that we will not contact him unless it's related to the show. We have the group chat where AJ can send us the memes that we've seen already. So we're <laughs> and I got asked that question like two minutes after Mike defiantly was like, yeah, but I don't look at anybody's stories. So, <laughs> And I was like, you just said you don't look at anybody else's stories. And he like squinted at me and he goes, all right, you win this round. Yeah, that's fair. Wing chomp. <laughs> yeah, I would love for there to be a Scooby-Doo episode with just like very amplified versions of us. Oh, yeah, I'd watch Would that. Would that be hilarious? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, so if there are any good cartoonists out there uh, that are not uh, artists on Fivers that maybe want to help us with a new logo, maybe want to help us <laughs> you know, design a comic book, uh, please yeah, reach yeah. out. Yeah, I'm with it. All right, so um, I don't have any save rounds. Thank you guys for asking. Uh, so <laughs> bye. <laughs> it's your show, Daniel. Exactly. No, it is our show, all right? That's why we called Mike, so you could be a part of this, because I am not going to pretend uh, for a single moment that the fact isn't that half of our audience is here because they think Mike's hot. It's true. You I know? mean, you say half. I'm, I'm going to go a higher <laughs> number than that. <laughs> L- listening, listening to us chatter into microphones every week may not get as many views as... See, that's why everybody's bitching about video. They're like, when do I get to jerk off to Mike again? Yeah. No, but see, yeah, only imagine this. Uh, do you think Bill Burr would be more or less, ex- more or less successful if he was more attractive? Uh, less, for sure. Really? Yes. I feel like there was a great quote in the, the movie Funny People, which wasn't a good movie, but um, the one Adam Sandler and Seth Rogen are stand-ups. Jonah Hill said, like, you become when you become more attractive, you become less funny. So like nobody wants to see Lance Armstrong, like do jokes. You know what I mean? Like well, out of you, everyone you could have picked as the pinnacle of hotness, yeah, that, that was, that Lance was, Armstrong that was, is who you went with. Joke. Like you don't want to see fit people like do jokes. You don't see Lance Armstrong up there telling jokes. You know what I mean? So like, uh, I agree. Like it takes a normal, like just a average look to be funnier. Cause like same thing with female comics, in my opinion, when they're like overtly attractive, I find it hard. Like, uh, just enjoying it the way I would another comic. You know what I mean? You know, cause I, I feel like any female comic that's even remotely attractive, they're like cover art for their Netflix special is like a huge sellout of sexuality, you know? Yeah, true. True. Like it's always them like naked and like covering their tits with microphones or yeah, like yeah. a huge push-up bra and they're like mouth slightly agaped, you know? Well, there was one, there was one that did this. I, I don't want to say her name wrong. Cause I don't remember who it was. And I get yelled at for plugging other people accidentally. But uh, there was this, there was an Asian woman who did like, it was her third or fourth Netflix special. And uh, her, her cover art was her doing the sexy thing, but she was like super pregnant, like about to explode. No, oh, Ali Wong. Yeah. Yeah. She had like the, the big belly out and it was, yeah. I forget what the title was. It was, it was, yeah, how do you think she got pregnant? <laughs> Everybody does it, Dan. <laughs> Everybody but the queen. So Mike, if you had to choose yeah. between being hot and being funny, what would you take? Oh, being funny for sure. Because I feel like you're kind of straddling the line and you're, <laughs> you're half-assing both and not fully committing to either. So I'm, I'm gonna need, for the sake of the show, I'm going to need you to pick one. Uh, I feel like for the show, I'm funny, right? <laughs> don't, <laughs> don't half-ass one thing when you can whole-ass. What is it? Don't, don't half-ass two things when you can whole-ass one thing. That's one thing. That's right, Ron. Yeah. And because I... Um, yeah, you because know, obviously you're funny. Like, you know, there's tons of people who love your memes. You've done stand-up comedy before. 
uh, you're you know quick with the joke and uh, quick with the smoke. <laughs> <laughs> much like much like the uh, the bartender in the uh, what was the song Piano Man. It's like, man, yeah. what are you doing here, Mike? <laughs> when are you going to blow up and get too big for the smoke pit? <laughs> I don't think it's ever going to happen. It's going to be the day he gets out of the Navy. He's going to get out of the Navy and be like, now I get to do all the shit that I wasn't allowed to do before. Fuck you, chumps. I'm out. No, he's going to immediately have like a Cinderella-style transformation into the Indiana special. Yeah. I, <laughs> he's going to gain 50 pounds and yeah. have a ridiculous relationship with hay bales. Yeah, like he's going to lose some hair. A tooth's going to fall out. <laughs> The second I drop that 30. retirement paperwork, yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna drop it. It hits the uh, admin clerk's desk, and my stomach's just gonna explode. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I um I just hit my four year mark out of being in the Marine Corps, and that's almost exactly what happens. Yeah, yeah, I'm telling yeah. you. Yeah. <laughs> All right, everyone, bye. 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 If you have a batshit crazy story that you want us to read on the show, shoot us an email at info at popsmokemedia.com. Also, check out our social media. You can shoot us DMs there. Stay up to date on all the latest Smoke Pit news. Also, check out our merchandise at popsmokemedia.com. Give this podcast five stars. We'd appreciate it. And share it with your friends. 